Welcome to Quick Shots, a short format traditional archery podcast where we introduce you to some of the world's most influential traditional archers and occasionally some random dudes. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quick Shots. And if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell notification. We upload a new episode every Wednesday and they just keep getting better and better. If you or someone you know is an interesting trad archer, leave a comment below. We'd love to get you on the show. If you want to support the channel, head on over to the tradlifearchery.com. We have toques, we have hats, we have mugs, just a bunch of stuff over there. And anything you buy goes to support this channel. We do really appreciate it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Quick Shots. My name is Mick Chambers. I'm here with Jeff Ogilvy. Uh, hey, Jeff, how are you today? Doing good. How are you? I'm really good, man. Thank you very, very much for joining. We've been trying to set this up for a bit, but you've been off killing it this year already so you've had well, no time for anything well like i said i i don't know about killing it i've had a had a few decent shoots so far this year you know i just you practice 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 sometimes things work out sometimes you know and anybody that's competed anywhere knows how that goes you know what i mean so just yep. had some things go my way so far <laughs> the harder you work the luckier you get <laughs> yeah i've heard quite a, quite a few people say that it's, Dude, i'm so i'm so impressed like I, i'm at the i'm at a border of jealous of you because you know we're i think we're roughly the same age if we're not the same age and you are just like you're doing so well and i try i'm telling you i'm trying i just don't know what the secret sauce is um but um yeah I, i'm really happy for you so I'm, I'm a bit jealous uh why don't you tell us why don't you talk us through uh, your origin story. So we know, so we'll get into the bare bow and your, your, uh, and how you're in bare bow now and that, um, and, and then we'll talk through your successes this year, but what's your origin story? Where did you start off in archery? Well, uh, my first bow I got was a compound bow, probably like a lot of people. I don't know, maybe there's a lot of people that I don't know that started out with a recurve, but I used my high school graduation money, bought my first compound bow it was oh and like i said the local sporting goods stores they sold bows and i just basically picked one out to look cool i didn't really know anything about draw length or draw weight or anything you know when i got home i could barely pull it back when i first started i maybe shoot 15 arrows be wore out you know and it just just kind of got me hooked you know and all I did for quite a few years was probably the first five, six years was hunt. And I, I didn't even have a lot of success. I just, I got shots, but I just couldn't hit them, <laughs> you know, and, but it, it was still fun. It just kind of got me hooked, you know, before that I shotgun hunted here in Illinois, we just shotgun muzzleloader hunt. And like I said, I shotgun muzzleloader hunted for a few years before I got that bow, but bow hunting's definitely more fun it's uh, definitely more challenging and plus you have a lot more time to go to you know, so yeah uh, like can... I, said, I started off with a compound and it's probably just i'm guess about five years ago i got my first recurve and it is it just i just kind of got hooked with it from day one you know <laughs> so what was that bow what was your first recurve very first my well the first recurve i got i couldn't really hit much with it but i found an old bear grizzly and i'm talking like one of them early mid 70s models in a pawn shop 
I was smart enough to be able to read it. It said 55 pounds. I'm like, that's probably too much, you know, but it was like $100. I'm like, if it don't work out, I'm not out a ton of money. You know what I mean? Yep. So it didn't take me long to realize I needed something lighter. Starting out with a 55-pound bow was not good, at least not for me, you know. I would hit a few good shots and quite a few not-so-good shots. <laughs> it was, like I said, it was fun enough. I mean, it was fun to shoot. And then, like I said, after that, I kind of ended up getting a ILF bow and then dropped a little bit of weight, you know. I think my first riser was a 21-inch Hoyt XL yep. riser and then some Maxim Plus lens, just a cheap setup. But, man, it was, it was fun, you know. Just that's when I kind of started hitting a little bit when I dropped down to 40 pounds. <laughs> that 55 was rough. I mean, just that's funny. So, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. And, you know, we'll get some people that'll be listening and be like, ah, 55 pounds, that's nothing. I shoot that all day long, you know, but it, it really does make a difference. And I love hearing that from you. I love actually, that's a good part of the story because. You know, what we, what I try and do on the channel too, on the Archery Geek channel on YouTube is just educate people that, you know, go down and poundage, get good at that poundage. And so that you, you don't, you know, induce target panic and all other kinds of crazy stuff. But so what are you, what's your current setup? What's your current bow setup? I probably about that second, second or third week of January, I got a GLO GT27 riser. I've got some older win and win RCX 100 limbs and they're, they're older limbs, but they're good limbs. You know I mean? Carbon foam limbs. Like that was one of their top ones back in the day. You know, and I got a Spig ZT rest, just a cheap rest, but it works. And I got a biter plunger. And I, I just really love that riser. I don't know if it's just a riser, a combination of riser and limbs or what, but it's just been working out so far this winter. Yeah. I don't usually get to too much detail, but but are you shooting and I'm just curious, are you shooting a high grip or a low grip? I mean, coming from compound, what, what's your preference? You know, well, it's it's kind of funny. I'm honestly not sure what it is. A buddy took it off a bow he wasn't using, gave it to me. I've had a couple of people look at it and it's either a medium or a high and that's just what I've got. So that's what I shoot. I don't know if I'd like a low better cause I've never tried one. You know, it is, it is a Jaeger, like a Jaeger 2.0 or 3.0 or something. It's either a medium or a high. And I, what, I what's, shoot. what's your, what's your arrow setup right now? What do you use? Uh, for indoors, I shot those Carbon Express Maxima Pro Recurve RZs, uh, 500 spine, full length, 100 grain glue in point. And I either had excess wings on them, and then right before indoor nationals, I just switched to feathers. I've been goofing around with five inch feathers, and I just, I shot the excess wings really good, but it seemed like it. I got a bad release or whatever, those feathers covered it up a little better. So, you know, that, I mean, it, it made the bad stuff not as bad, I guess. <laughs> that's right, tighten them up. Uh, and you've had incredible success indoor this year. I mean, just fantastic. NFAA indoor national champion recently, correct? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this stuff. Rushmore, Rumble, second place. 
yeah. right? That's brilliant, yep. brilliant. Indiana State Championship Masters National Record um, yep. for the 25 meter and 18 to 25, right? Yeah, there was a there was a 18 and 25 meter combined yep. national record, and then the 25 meter national record. So yeah, it things things went good for me. Yeah, congratulations. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know what? It's just so amazing. I, I, I love to celebrate people when they do so good. Um, and you're in the master's class. So can you tell us a bit about what that means to be in the master's class? Well, um, you, USA Archery, now I'm sure somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. There is actually a master's 50 plus and then 60 plus and 70 plus but with everything being reduced this year and covid anybody over 50 that wanted to just shot in that 50 plus class so i mean i was you know like i said i i shot against I, that second day i was on the bail with rick, rick stonebreaker at indoor mm -hmm. nationals and i'm i'm guessing rick's 70 or close to it i think he know? tells people 55 i think he tells people 55 Okay. I haven't had Rick on the show yet. I mean, he's one of the guys I got to get on here. I, I, I absolutely love him. I think he would think he would be fun to do one with first time I ever met him in person. He's, he's funny. Is he shooting with him, you know? Yeah. Basically, you know, like I said, uh, uh, now, like I said, the NFAA at the indoor nationals, that they had everybody in that class too it's an nfaa actually calls it seniors okay below 50 is adults and like i said i had spanky yep. rick stonebreaker and ben rogers i believe them was three that was right behind me you know so i mean it was yeah. it was close and same deal they they threw everybody in the same class there because bearable recurve being fairly new in the nfaa they don't have all the extra age divisions like other classes you know other classes have youth you know young at all it's called like silver senior master senior i can't remember they got all kinds of different there, ages. there is the what i was trying to get at too and what you're kind of explaining uh really well is that there's a lot of classes out there so whatever you know, if you're listening to the podcast right now and you're, you're seeing this, um, there are a lot of classes you can shoot in. So, I mean, a lot of times, okay, so you're involved. Here's one of the things that I'm finding hard uh, right now um, pe for people to understand is how the organizations are structured, right? NFAA versus USA. Um, and, and then, you know, what are the classifications? But you can just go out onto a website and you, you can see all the different classifications. The point is, I think once you get there, you can find a class that you fit into, right? And I know because of COVID, it's it's reduced now. It's kind of everyone over 50 going this class. But you're you're also in barebow recurve. So yeah. you're in the barebow recurve class, right? So you got to fit through that that ring. Um, and you're just you're shooting the bow that you just told us. That's that bow that you just mentioned. I mean, I think there's people with setups that are thousands of dollars more and and they're not winning these titles like you are. So I was really excited to get you on the show and just and talk to you and just kind of understand what you're doing. Well, that, that's, that's like I said, I'm sure there's stuff out there that costs more than what I've got. But before, before I got that G low riser, I was shooting an SF forge plus riser. 
$90 lens shot some pretty good scores with that too. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it, I'm not going to say equipment don't help any, but you know, it, like I say, you, you can shoot good without spending a fortune. If you're just starting in it, like yeah. you said, you don't have to spend a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars just starting to shoot good. No, that, that bow, those, like, I think that's my first, the first time ever I, I came up against a, uh, I actually went to a, um, not a, not a, like a club, a club shoot, you know, and, you know, there's the old guys walking around, they're kind of wise and they're, you know, and I'm, you know, maybe I think I was complaining or something like, oh, I wish I had a better bow or something like that. And, you know, I, I had one of the old guys come up to me the same way he's come up to like a million other people. And he said, look at son, uh, that bow shoots better than you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I, like I said, not, I, I got one more little funny story and I'll quit interrupting you. Just, um, the first, like I said, that first riser I had was that Hoyt Excel and then $90 Axiom Plus lens. And I had a big long bolt and some washers on it for quote stabilizer weight, whatever you want to call it. And NAP center rest flipper rest. I took that thing down to the ASA shoot in Foley, I think in 2017. I got third place with it. So you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's not like I get podium every time I go, but I'm just saying it just shows you can shoot a cheap OL if you put some time in practice, you know. Well, let's, let's walk through that because I, agree i guess or don't i don't i don't necessarily agree with you and i'm not trying to be argumentative but I, what i think is that's fine i think i think yeah <laughs> and i'm just being facetious a little bit um i'm gonna disagree with you because i think it depends on how you practice right i mean i put in a lot of practice i'm not going to be i've come to the conclusion i'm probably never going to be as good as you and that's okay with me i'm okay with that but I want to know what what you do that's different than you know what some of us else some i some of us do that we're not maybe doing right. So what's your, do you have like a secret or something, or do you have like a, a way that you practice that, that would, that gets you on that podium? Well, I, I don't, I don't really know that it's a secret. I could probably dig around on my phone and find some old videos of that bare recurve until I videoed myself. I didn't realize how bad it was. Yeah. I was snap shooting. It was my released hand. My release hand was going everywhere but back. Yeah. You know, yep. it, you can learn a lot of stuff by videoing yourself if you don't have somebody to maybe help you. You know, I don't really know that there's a secret, just things I tried to really work on that a guy told me to work on when I first started. He thought I was dropping my bow arm just a little bit, which after videoing I was. Like I said, my release hand, it was just terrible. It was, flying flying out away from my face and down here it might be over here <laughs> now i just kind of tried to just come straight back and i mean if you watch watch anybody that's doing good i mean their hand comes straight back for the most part it's not going out here and i don't i don't really know i got a secret and like you said i shouldn't have said just practice 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 because if you're practicing wrong yes right that's not going to help no, you get, you get frustrated. Uh, you know, a lot of us get frustrated. One of the keys to, you know, having a podcast and having some shows on, on YouTube and, and just even you on 
even what you're doing on Facebook and Instagram, you know, it's important that we, we see other people have success and we're, we're happy for their success, but it doesn't frustrate you. You know, we want to keep people in the sport as long as possible. And I think that, I think that's a great story. I think you've already given us some golden nuggets here with just coming in from this low cost bow and being successful. You don't have to spend a lot of money to be here. You just got to practice, but yeah, you got to practice. Right. And I heard you say that you had an influencer, someone say to you, Hey, these are a couple of things that you need to look for. And then you were able to go forward. Yeah. And it, it was actually a guy I stumbled on, on an archery talk in the traditional section. His username was like, viper one i believe he wrote that <laughs> i know who viper one is yeah oh okay yeah, well, yeah that's who i was sending videos to i believe he's in new york city somewhere no I idea just, who that dude is but he spends like 90 percent of his time on that, <laughs> on that well i'll tell you what i mean he sure he sure got me going in the right direction because i had nobody around me you know there was a, i'm in southern illinois there's was several bear bow shooters up north i'm Jason Westbrook's up there, but I'm talking, we're talking five, five and a half hours. You know, I couldn't just get in the car, or go find help every weekend. So I sent, I sent him quite a few videos back and forth. And so that's the two things he pointed out most that I really worked hard on and seemed like it helped. So that's good. So why don't you, if you could do us a favor, walk through your entire process of, of, sh of your shot cycle for me oh gosh <laughs> I've, uh, I've always i've always told everybody i don't think much and i think i'm joking but i don't i just kind of do it but i'll kind of i've probably got way less steps than everybody else maybe i just do the stuff don't quote think about it kind of kind of like everybody else i mean i kind of make sure my stance is right that i'm I, I probably got like a slightly open stance. I mean, it's not like a 45 degree angle to the target, but I'm not totally square to the target. And of course I'll, I'll get a hold of the grip, make sure my grip feels right. And then I'll make my crawl, get a little pressure on the string, make sure the grip still feels right. And then I usually, I bring, bring my kind of like, bow arm up to the target i just kind of point the bow at the target not really aiming but then i draw back from there i don't really draw while i'm coming up i just and like i said i you know like i said after i get get anchored and i'm, I'm kind of like everyone else it's not like my arrow doesn't stay right in the middle of the tin ring you know it floats around a little bit and I just, just kind of just sit there and hold. And I mean, the, the shot just goes off. I don't know how to say it other than the shot goes off. That might sound goofy, but I don't really think let go now. You yeah. know, I don't know. Like I said, that's not real detailed. But <laughs> No, actually, that is actually detailed. That is really good. Uh, and it's not an uncommon story, right? In, in your level of shooters, uh, that sort of, the, the arrow just goes and you're like, oh, I hope it hits a 10 uh, because, you know, you've been aiming there. Do you check your, do you, do you check string blur or anything like that? Or your I, be, be honest with you. I don't, I, I hardly ever look at it. Maybe I should, and maybe I'd score a little bit better if I did, but <laughs> I just, I, like I said, when, like I said, when I raise my bow arm, uh, 
everything, I try not to move my head at all. I just draw an anchor and my head moves very little, if any, and maybe that's what helps keep me consistent. You know, mm -hmm. I, I have looked at my string blur, you know, like just out of curiosity, I've looked at it and it doesn't really vary from shot to shot. It, it's probably roughly at the outside edge of my riser, but it's not like I look at it every shot, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no to totally does. And, and your anchor point is, uh, is, is there a special place that you anchor? Well, I just, I kind of use this part, kind of this web here. I get it underneath that jawline. Yep. My index finger is like on the bottom, bottom of my eye tooth. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty solid, you know. It's, it's definitely not a high anchor. It, like I said, that first ASA shoot, shooting in a traditional class, you couldn't string walk. So I had a pretty big gap yeah. because of my anchor, but I just learned to deal with it. I tried going higher and I just, I just felt weak for lack of a better term, weak and got the shakes and I'm like, I'll just deal with what works. <laughs> yeah, no, you, it's good. I mean, especially if you have a very solid face, right? I mean, if your yeah, head's not moving, if your head's not moving, you're anchoring here. You're actually right. anchoring, anchoring. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I said, it, it feels solid to me. And I maybe I could figure out a high anchor if I wanted to put some effort into it, but I just don't really want to. So, so what's going on with you? Um, I want to talk about two more things um, before I let you go. And that is uh, hunting. I want to hear a little bit about hunting and what you're doing there. And then I want to hear if I want to talk to you about uh, 3D and what you're planning for for this season so why don't we start with why don't we start with uh, the 3d um because that's sticking to target archery um do you have plans for 3d this year same setup same everything well that's like i said it's more more than likely going to be the same bows same lens i when we were there at nfa indoor nationals i did buy like three of the 500 spine 3d HB shafts just to goof around with. Yeah. So I've been I've been shooting them some. They seem to be shooting okay. And if I don't go with them, I'll just go with the ones I shot indoors. It's gonna be one of them two arrows, roughly the same poundage, same lens. I don't have five different bows, you know. I mean, that yeah. thing's well. So like I said, the only thing I might change is arrows, but I haven't really decided yet. Do you have do you have dragon veins on those? No, actually, I've got the seventy millimeter XS wings. Okay, I've had, like I said, I've shot pretty good indoors with them, and that's that's all I've shot for three D, probably since two thousand nineteen. I I just I just like them. I, I was one of them guys. I shot feathers for the first several years, and then you get caught in a couple of rainstorms, and then you're looking for something different because. My stuff, you know, they say, well, if it's tuned right, the uh, rain won't hurt your feathers that much. Well, yeah. I'm not always tuned right. Maybe it's tuned right, but then I get a bad release or something. And yeah, I just, why well, I got away from feathers and got them. Great advice. Great advice. Because yeah, if you're, if you're, uh, I, I think I have big five inch feathers on my indoor setup. I mean, and well, I, yeah, if, that's what I shot for indoors, five inch feathers. So. Yeah, so it's good. And remind me again, you're at 40 pounds? Um, I'm not even at 40 pounds at the moment. I'm like 36, 37. I might bump it up a little bit for 3D, you know, 
or like I said, I'd like to even try to shoot some 50 meter stuff and I might get it up. Oh, that would be fun. I've, I've, I've goofed around with it before. I've only shot in two tournaments and neither of them went real great. And <laughs> in, in my mind, I'm thinking, man, you shoot decent at 20 yards. Why can't you shoot decent at 50? But it just magnifies every little error, you know. Uh, it's a hard game. So do you plan, where do you plan on, on competing next? Where's your next? Well, prob probably the first thing I'll try to hit is next month, uh, Paris, Texas, ASA shoot. I'm going to try to go to that if I can get off work. Oh. Kind of one of them deals. We're work dependent, you know, hopefully it works out. Yeah. Fingers crossed you can get time off. I'd love to see you yeah. shoot and continue on the streak. So then is it so that, so are you going to compete 3D this year though too? In, in uh, are you gonna to go to the, the the worlds in Tennessee? Um I'm pretty sure I'll go. I kinda I kinda of have to go with that's like only three and a half hours from my house because uh, I heard they're gonna be moving it somewhere else and depending oh, really? on yeah, I heard this is the last year for Tennessee for a while. Then it's oh, gonna be going somewhere else. That's what I heard. So it was freaking hot there last year. It was not pleasant. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it, it was hot, but it's hot where I live. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it just, you just sweat and it still beats working. So, oh, absolutely. Hey, um, so, so you're a hunter? Yeah, I, I hunt as far as bow hunting. I'll be honest with you, I probably use my compound as much as I use my recurve. You cannot this. say that on this show. You can't say, well, that. I have to, sorry, I have to cut this, edit this part out. I, I'm sorry. Just, I, I you know what i'm i'm listen i am seriously joking because if you can put meat in the freezer you, you're ahead of the game right you know yeah, so, yeah. so that's awesome and and yeah. mostly whitetail are you are you on to turkey spring turkey well if same same deal kind of with turkey work depending um if i turkey hunt i take the shotgun i yeah i should probably try it with a bow yeah Just, definitely be a challenge I've, I've got a buddy that's killed a lot of them with the bow but really i mean he's he's a little bit better hunter than me <laughs> yeah that's the i you know when i round that corner when i round that corner on a 3d range and it's a it's a gobbler i'm just like oh i don't want to do this one <laughs> yeah well i, I kind of use be like too you're kind of beat you you kind of you're kind of beat before you even draw the bow back <laughs> Yeah, that's probably my problem. Maybe that maybe you just solved everything. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate my, that. My, think positive. I know. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it is. Uh, or you you said two things now, so you're confusing me. You say think positive, and then you're like, I don't even think when I shoot. I said I don't think much about my shot process. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I've yeah, I've I've had a buddy that's always pumping me for information and stuff, and I'm like. It's the same thing I told you last time you asked me. I, said, I just shoot for yeah. the most part, you know. Yeah. Well, you, whatever you do, whatever, whatever you're doing, please keep it up all year. It's been a pleasure to watch on Facebook, on Instagram. If there are people that want to go follow you, um, can they get you on Instagram someplace? Yeah. Instagram, it's um, Jeff.Ogilvy. Give it, spell um, that last name. Spell your last name. Um, O G I L V I E. Yeah. Jeff Ogilvy. Like I said, I don't post, post a ton of stuff on Instagram. So it's not like you're going to get something new to look at every three days, but <laughs> there's a little bit of stuff on there. It's cool. I got some old videos of 
deer walking underneath stands, stuff like that. I got a cool video of a little buck during shotgun season one year. He walked right under the stand, snow on the ground. I mean, it's just much about being out there is killing something for me, you know. Yeah, I say that too a lot because I'm not very successful. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'll tell you what, I, I don't kill, I don't kill many big deer, you know, it's been quite a few years since I killed what I consider a nice one, but it's, it's still fun to go, you know. It is, it is, it's time away, it's quiet time and, you know, yep. in, in uh, nature and you know, when you do score big, that's, you know, it's, it's great. Um, the feeling, there's no feeling like it. Yep. Um, harvested deer uh so it's awesome um okay so then on facebook you're under jeff ogilvy as well so if anyone wants to meet you there or go interact with you there or bug you like i've been bugging you to get on a, a podcast please go see jeff on one of those he'll try and make time but again you know he's a busy dude so i know but i appreciate you making time today i really do and uh thanks very much for everyone that was listening if you uh, and Jeff again, thanks very much for you being on the show. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you having me. Sorry it took so long. It just seemed like there's always something going on. Yeah, it, it was it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait because I love how it. it's great having champions on the show. I appreciate don't, it. Don't don't make me blush, man. Come on. Well, Darren 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 Rogers told me that I had to get you in because you're a guy that flies under the radar. And, and Darren, Darren Darren's cool. I love Darren. Darren's heck of a shot too. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. If you say so, I've never seen him shoot good. He blamed me. Wait a second. So he blamed me. He was on the show and then he went up to uh, Rushmore and then he was like, yeah, I shot crappy. Thanks, Mick. <laughs> well, I stayed in the hotel room with him and well, I didn't stay in the room with him, but we, we traveled together, me and him and Two of his buddies you know and yeah he didn't shoot what he was wanting to but heck we've all had shoots like that i know i have you know it's like i said this year stuff just clicked a little bit it stuff doesn't always click you know stick to it just stick to it okay thanks again for being on the show appreciate everyone that stuck around um thanks and again be positive test negative take care everyone <laughs> talk take to care. you later bye, bye.